1: righty, it's the Wojo and Rieger show. I do need to start with something Lions related because I was driving around today. I went on a field trip with my daughter. It was fantastic. We went to the Creature Consortium it's in Ann Arbor. We saw a hilo monster. We saw a real reindeer. We saw a python. It was awesome. It was like a field, re- a free re- a field trip rather through her school. So I'm driving around and we actually took a bus, like an old school bus to Ann Arbor from like the Plymouth area. And I hop on the bus, but before I hopped on the bus with my daughter, I was listening to The Morning Show. And you had Jansen Stoney, and The Gov, Tom Milliken. Heather was in there too. And Tom Milliken went down a list that made me have quite the epiphany. I've been forever, you know this now, two, three, four weeks, I've been a true believer that the Lions could mess around and make a postseason spot. I don't think it takes a great team to do something like that. Yeah, here in Detroit, people disagree. We've had these shows before, and we've had these arguments before and debates and whatnot, and you all, you all are not ready to pull that trigger. I am. I think the Lions should be an 8-9 win team. I do. And then Tom Milliken was on the air this morning with Stony and the Jansen, and he ran down this list. Let me give it to you, and it just cemented my belief that I'm right about this. So everybody worries about the Lions' defense, right? You worry about the Lions' defense. We heard at training camp yesterday they're having joint practices with the Colts. Colts destroyed them. Things were better today. Before I give you the list, let me give you some reaction. Justin Rogers from the Detroit News. Said Lions D struggled with red zone work yesterday. Today, 12 plays, run, zero touchdowns, really impressive stuff. Kyle Mikey from M Live said, I'm watching the Lions defense versus the Colts offense today. A much, much better effort. Jeff Akuda with the ones had a PBU during one-on-ones. Another on Michael Pittman during team tight coverage in red zone drills. Goes on to say the Colts just ran 12 straight plays deep in the red zone without scoring a touchdown against Detroit's top two defenses. Impressive bounce back effort from the Lions. If you look at Twitter, it is littered with Lions beat writers, the message boards guys as well, the bloggers, all saying that the Lions defense looks so much better today than yesterday. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean squat, obviously. But I think it's you a Lion fan, it should make you feel better that today they were a heck of a lot better than they were last year or last uh, yesterday. Is that fair? Good. We can agree on that. Now getting back to this list. I know you all think the Lions defense stinks. And you might be right. The linebackers we worry about. The secondary you worry about. That defensive line better be good or you put a whole lot of resources into something that if it isn't producing, that's going to suck. But I decided to do a little digging. The Lions have the fifth easiest schedule this season when you factor in NFL teams in 2022 they're playing. Not from last year. From this year. Fifth easiest schedule. Seems pretty doable, right? Then I went back to last year. And I wondered, well, how many of these teams made the playoffs that had struggling defenses? And I went by total yards. If you have a different stat you want to use, feel free. Go figure it out. Let me know. But the Raiders were 26 in total yards last year. They made the postseason. The Eagles were 18th. They made the postseason. The Bengals, they went to the Super Bowl, were 17th. And the Rams were 15th. Meaning, not great defenses. Average to a little below average defenses. And you ask yourself, can the Lions get to that point? Could they be a below average defense to a mediocre to average defense? And you got to answer that one for yourself. But I say, yes. And then you get to the Millican list. Tom Milliken this morning listed off all the quarterbacks that the Lions are scheduled to play this year. This list is wild. Because the quarterbacks the Lions are going to play in the 17 games this season in 2022 stink for the most part. Let me give it to you. Jalen Hurts. Carson Wentz. Kirk Cousins twice. Justin Fields twice. Geno Smith slash Drew Locke, whoever's starting for Seattle, Mac Jones, Tua, Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Baker Mayfield. Only four games are they playing so-called elite quarterbacks. They play Dallas, so they play Dak. Is Dak an elite quarterback? You decide for yourself. I would say he's right up there, right? They play Josh Allen on Thanksgiving, and they play Aaron Rodgers twice. They play a bunch of garbage quarterbacks that I would say Jared Goff is just as good of. If you want to say comparable, go for it. Easy schedule. Nobody's at under center for the teams they're playing. And the defense can't be as bad as it was last year. Here's what I came up with. In year two of the rebuild, you have so many fans that are willing to say, wait till next year. Lose and get your quarterback. You simply can't expect this team to be good after the rebuild they're going through with what Patrician Quinn left you with. I say hogwash to all of it. Right here, right now, I want to know what kind of Lion fan you are. Are you willing to put Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell on the clock? Remember how Hawk Harrelson, the former White Sox announcer, used to say, you can put it on the board. I'm asking, you can put it on the clock. There's no gimme this season. So many fans want to say, well, we'll worry about it next year. There's expectations this season. You're being held accountable this season. You are on the effing clock this season. And my expectation is that this team is in a playoff contention spot by the end of the season. Will they make it? I don't know. Will there be surprise teams? Could be the Lions. But I want to know, am I allowed? Are you allowed? Aren't the Lions on the clock right now? I don't want to hear any more of this garbage that, well, you know, what's the second year of a rebuild? How can you expect them to be good? I mean, did you see the roster? I don't want to hear any of that. Aaron Glenn was with New Orleans his first year as a D.C., they were the worst defense in all of football. His second year, they were top 10. Will the Lions be top 10? I have no idea, but they better not be 31. There's expectations on this staff. I'm not willing to go into a season where I say, oh, shocks!" If they win three games, I get to draft my quarterback. F that. Seriously. I heard the gov. I even texted him. I was so fired up. I heard Tom read off that list of quarterbacks that I just gave you. And I thought to myself, There's no free passes in year two. Teams do this all the time where they make their most improvement from year one to year two of a new regime. There are no free passes. They're on the freaking clock. And I'm just curious, do you agree? Am I allowed to have expectations going into this season? I don't want to hear another person say, well, they're not going to make the playoffs because 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 they're the Lions. Yeah, I've used that line many times. Sol, I've used that line many times myself. At some point, you got to look at what you actually have on the field. At some point, you got to look at an offense that's expected to be good. Fair? If you want to go by the preseason game that they ended up losing, that first string offense went right down the field against Atlanta. Is Atlanta any good? Probably not. Are you any good? I have no idea. But I got expectations. Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell are on the clock. And I'm just curious if you agree. By the way, somebody says, Quick ticket text. Uh, What's going on with you and Wojo? You haven't been together in ages. Is there something we should know? Did Wojo get a PPO against you? He texted me yesterday. I hung out with his family a couple weeks ago in a suite at Comerica Park. So I don't think there's a PPO out there. There might be. Couldn't blame him if there was. Just summertime. We're on vacation and stuff. We'll be back. I hope. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. I'm just curious what kind of Lions fan you are. Going into this season, there's way too many people saying, well, you couldn't simply, simply compete for a playoff spot. Oh, the team is in such awful disarray. Did you see what Patricia and Quinn left you? Do you know they're the Lions? SOL, 60 years of losing. I don't care about any of that stuff. It's the NFL. I ran down the list of quarterbacks you're playing. If you happen to have a defense that gets just a little bit better, that goes from awful to below average, you're going to have a chance. Even last year, I know it's the NFL, it's the way of the NFL, but last year you lost seven games by one score. Find a way to win four of those games. Life is good. So I don't want to hear any of it. And I've heard way too much of it over the last like four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, when we started the sniff football. So many people throwing excuses out thinking the Lions couldn't possibly compete, thinking that they need another year of rebuilding. They were just in such bad shape. That's all nonsense. It really is. Go out this year, have some expectations, and hopefully we get to watch a football team that actually can give you something because in Detroit sports, we haven't had anything for such a long time. I'm just curious, are you with me? Are you willing to start the clock on Campbell and Holmes? And if they suck... If Campbell wins three games this year again, four games this year, it's going to mean something. You can't go the first two seasons winning, what, eight, nine total games and expect in season three it's all going to turn around. As much as we love Dan Campbell and his quotes and everything he stands for, he seems like a stand-up, personality-driven dude. If you can't win, it's on you. And it counts. This year counts. You start the clock. That's all I'm asking. 2485399797, the ticket text, the exact same number. Let's pick up Brandon on a cell. You're on the ticket. What's up, Brandon? How are you?
3: How are you doing, Jeff?
1: Good, man. So I'm with you. You know, enough of this
3: crap. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, I think, you know, if things don't go his way, he throws a fit. Well, he doesn't have his receivers from last year and you know they're going to struggle like they do in the beginning of the season but I think they're going to struggle more and why can't the Lions win a couple just split with the uh, Packers and win a couple more games and of course they can make a playoff spot even the Raiders how bad they you know their defense was and look what they did they made a playoff spot there's zero reason why the Lions at least cannot win the division or make
1: a wild card now Brandon there's so many Lions fans I feel that are walking around with their heads in the clouds like with this this belief that you need another year of losing or that you couldn't possibly compete last year we understood it right they were in a bad spot right. they had a lack of talent we all know what we witnessed and watched. this year you've had now two off seasons. And Brad Holmes decided not to do all that much in free agency. That's a decision on him. That is a decision that you 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 judge him against. Now, whether it works or doesn't work, we find out. All I'm saying is I can't go into this season like so many fans are saying, well, it's year three that I'm really going to hold them to the fire.
3: Right. And so, you know, I think the, this division isn't hot, you know, isn't the – top division of the league, you know, I think it's going to be like, I don't remember what division it is, but it's going to be like Philadelphia and Dallas is where NFC. East. you know, it, yeah, I still feel, feel like this is the division's the next NFC East. There's not going to be a dominant team. I think the Packers are going to be very winnable because I don't think they're going to be able to put up num- numbers like they did offensively last year.
1: Brandon, I'm with you. I appreciate the call. Here's the deal, man. You win five games this season, which is a two game improvement. It counts against you. I'm at that point. It seems like some Lions fans are not. I'm just curious where you stand. Before we go back to the phones, a lot of great ticket texts. Let me get some of these. Wojo was with Jansen two days ago. Did John chop block Wojo? It's a possibility. Wojo probably deserved it if it happened. Here's another one. My God, Jeff, it sounds like you've already got a new coach picked out already before the season even started. I can't take much more of this crap. Why don't you just let the season play out? That's John and Taylor. What are you talking about? I like Dan Campbell. All I'm saying is this season counts. You got to win this season. The time for losing is over. The time for rebuilding and tanking and going for draft picks, it's all done. Flushed down the toilet. This counts. No regime gets until year three to make a point. And I would argue if you're not getting better in year two from year one, you got real problems. I'm not saying Dan Campbell needs to go anywhere. In fact, I like what Dan Campbell's done. I like that he's addressed SOL. I like what I've seen so far and how his guys seem to run through a wall for him. I like the coaching staff. Now, it's the preseason, so I guess how else are you going to feel? But I like what I've seen. I'm very optimistic. Quick ticket text. I'm starting the clock on Campbell. If everyone stays healthy this year, for the most part, injuries inhibit success, Justin, at home. While I understand what you're saying, Justin, every team does go through injuries. And you either find a way to persevere and come out on the other side, or you don't. And if you don't, sorry, it counts against you. 97 won the ticket.